Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dabble Loggins, how will they fare? Let's get into it. First off, I have Spencer Rattler falling just short of Dylan Thompson's record. I think Spencer Rattler, and I expect Spencer Rattler to have a really good season. Now, I think it's going to be a season that, you know, is filled with the highs and lows, as we've talked about what you can expect from Rattler. I think he shores things up 
in regards to not having quite as many mind-blowing turnovers, if you will. I think that they are going to make this offense, and they have made this offense much simpler for him, much easier to process and understand. So I do not think you'll have those woes that you had last season that were due to just piss-poor scheme that Marcus Satterfield presented. However, I don't think Spencer Rattler quite hits that number to break Dylan Thompson's record. I mean, guys, he would have to average 300 yards per game. And while I like Spencer Rattler, I'm high on Spencer Rattler, there are just too many question marks right now for me to say that after this season, he's going to be South Carolina's all-time single-season passing yards record holder. So I think he has a very good year, maybe even a great year, but I think he falls just short of breaking Dylan Thompson's record. I also believe that the offensive line woes, unfortunately, will continue this season. And I think South Carolina's greatest battle, and one of the reasons why Spencer Rattler's not going to hit that number, is I think the Gamecocks are going to battle being one-dimensional all season long. Until proven otherwise, guys, I'm not a believer in this offensive line. And there's actually reason to point to, there's reason to believe this offensive line could even take a step back from last year. Like, truly, when you think about who they lost, what they returned, the injury of Jalen Nichols, and again, no disrespect to them, but you're depending on guys from Western Illinois, Yale, Charlotte, Mercer, a true freshman. You're depending on these guys. 50 less starts returning for you. That's who you're depending on for the turnaround up front. I think the offensive line woes are going to continue for South Carolina. I expect the Gamecocks to finish outside of the top 100 yet again in rushing offense. I think the sacks total will be right around that 30-31 number that it's been the past two seasons. And as I mentioned, South Carolina battling being one-dimensional. I think that's where you're going to see the greatest inconsistencies, guys. I've mentioned it many times, not just on our show, but on different shows as I've appeared on, radio, what have you, different podcasts. I think one of the reasons for South Carolina's inconsistencies, not just last year, two years ago, but over the years, is when you have the question marks up front, when you're so Jekyll and Hyde at arguably the most position unit on the field, I think that leads to the results being a mixed bag. And I think that's why South Carolina has gotten it. I think that continues this year. South Carolina is changing their program up front on both lines of scrimmage. The problem is those players are either first year on camp. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Or they're not on campus yet. Two, three years from now, three, four years from now, South Carolina is going to feature one of the best offensive lines in the SEC. But unfortunately, you don't have those guys yet. You've got the ones you got right now. And I think the woes will continue. I think it'll be a rough year for the Gamecocks offensive line yet again. Moving to the running back position, I think DeCabrion Joyner, guys, I mean, again, this is a dude that no matter what's been asked of him, and he has not gotten a ton of opportunities, right? Let's call it for what it is. I feel like death, taxes, and Gamecock fans setting lofty expectations of DeCabrion Joyner being a major factor in the offense and him barely getting any touches throughout the season. I mean, this goes all the way back to, like, 2020. People have been clamoring for DeCabrion Joyner to touch the football more since he stepped foot on campus. And for whatever reason, it it just seems to never happen. So, I think if you have expectations that DeCabrion Joyner being a 1,000-yard rusher, well, I think you're going to be disappointed. But if you have fair expectations of number five, if you have fair expectations of what DeCabrion Joyner can do, well, then I think you're in for a fun season because I think DeCabrion Joyner, I think he's going to be a serviceable option for South Carolina. I'm not telling you he's going to be one of the best running backs in the SEC, but I think he'll be a serviceable option. However, I do believe it will be running back by committee all season long. I think South Carolina is going to ride the hot hand. I think the Gamecocks are going to struggle at times severely to find who that hot hand is and get the running game going. I think Monterio Hardesty, this is probably his final season in Columbia. I would be stunned if he's here beyond this season. I was surprised, guys, his contract was renewed, to be totally honest with you. I'd be stunned if Monterio Hardesty is employed by the University of South Carolina this time next year because the running back position during his tenure – And what has not been great, and what's more concerning, as many of you have voiced, is the recruiting. And that recruiting just has not been up to par. It it just simply hasn't. Even J.C. Sherbert has voiced that on our show. So I think the carry-on joiner will be serviceable, but I think it's going to be running back by committee. I think a bunch of guys are going to get an opportunity, and I think that's also going to contribute to the inconsistencies in the run game. But I do think Dak Joyner will have a solid year at running back. Does that mean 400 yards rushing? Does it mean 500? Does it mean 600? I have no idea. But I think he will be a serviceable option back there for South Carolina. 
At the wide receiver position, I believe Juice Wells will indeed eclipse 1,000 yards. He was very close last year. I think even with defenses trying to take him away, I think Juice Wells is just too good, guys. I think Juice Wells is going to get his. I believe that Juice Wells is going to have a really successful season this year for South Carolina. Also on the outside, and one of the reasons I believe that, I think Xavier Leggett and Trey Knox, both players who have flashed at the collegiate level, flashed at the SEC level, but haven't had really big, impactful type of seasons yet. Even Trey Knox, guys, I mean, we love to pick up, and he's a physical specimen, but if you look at the numbers specifically, you know, his freshman year was his best year. He hasn't had over 500 yards receiving in a season in college, and guys, I've mentioned it many times, he has not had a touchdown against a Power 5 opponent since 2021, October of 2021 to be exact. I think Xavier Leggett, Trey Knox have the best season to their collegiate careers. And I think that helps Juice Wells to, you know, get more one-on-one type matchups, get more favorable matchups. And I think he will eclipse 1,000 yards in this offense. I think some young guys will make impacts as well. Nicholas Harbour, I think that while he may not be a feature player early on, I very much so expect Nicholas Harbour to get opportunities, and I think especially the second half of the season is where you're really going to feel the Nicholas Harbour effect, in my opinion, guys. Also, I think Lenora Sellers. I think Sellers is going to have a package, and I would not be surprised if this is a guy that at the end of the season we're looking at Five, six touchdowns, maybe more. Maybe he can make even more of an impact. I mean, you'd love to conserve the red shirt, but hey, if he's one of your best options and you've got questions at running back and you're, and you're in those goal line, short yarded situations, I mean, we heard our good friend J.D. Paquel talk about this a couple months ago that maybe he could serve in that Tim Tebow role back in 2007 when he was a true freshman. And certainly I'm not trying to compare Lenora Sellers to Tim Tebow, but you guys get where I'm going with that. So I do think Nicholas Harbor, Lenora Sellers, those young guys make impacts. I think a guy like Dontavius Braswell, almost out of necessity, is going to make an impact for this Gamecocks offense. And so I do think you will see some of these young guys step up and be contributors for South Carolina this season. Now, What does it mean for the overall product? And I have not talked about Dabble Loggins. What's funny enough, guys, I did not even have him mentioned in my notes here. But let's talk about Dabble Loggins. My prediction for what the offense is going to look like and the job that Dabble Loggins will do this season. I do think the offense is going to be much simpler. They've talked about it. They've preached it over and over and over. I think they're going to stick to it. I don't think you're going to have 15-word play calls. I don't think you're going to have 21 or 22 personnel packages. I think South Carolina is committed to simplifying and putting their playmakers in the best possible position where they don't have to think they can just play. They can go out and make plays. So I think the scheme is going to be better. I don't think it can get any worse, number one. 
That was horrific. At the same time, I don't think you're going to see this this massive overhaul, this reinvention of the offense. And so I'll be really intrigued to see because my prediction is this, guys. I think fans are going to be, I think disappointed is too strong of a word, but I think fans, I don't think the results are going to match the hype when it comes to Dabble Loggins and his offensive scheme. Because I think people really truly believe that just plugging and playing in a new OC is going to fix all the problems. Guys, do you also recall we lost Freddie Kitchens from last year? Does that ring a bell? Does that have an impact on the offensive scheme? Hey, there's some folks out there who argue he was the one calling the plays in the final two games of the season. Does that have an impact on South Carolina offensively? I'm not sitting here telling you that Dowell Loggins is not going to be an upgrade. That's not what I'm saying. But similar to last year, where I heard all preseason long that, oh man, the Dukes Mayo Bowl, South Carolina is going to look exactly like that on offense. And literally from the opening drive against Georgia State a season ago, it set in very quickly that, wait a minute, this isn't what I was expecting. I think it's going to be very similar for Dabble Loggins. I think the results could be a little bit better, but I think people are creating this, and I understand, right? Like Shane Beamer's stock has never been higher right now. So what he says goes. So if Shane Beamer says he's our guy, he's the best, he's our fit, fans are going to take that to the bank and say he's the best thing since sliced bread. I predict the hype is going to slightly outweigh. I think folks after this season are going to look back and say, Dabble Loggins is a better offensive coordinator than Marcus Satterfield was. Absolutely 110%. But I think fans are also going to sit back and say, but with that being said, our offensive woes are not going to get fixed until the Jimmys and Joes And these offensive linemen that we're recruiting and signing, until they're ready to play and we can plug them in, this offense is going to continue to struggle. This offense is going to continue to be inconsistent. So I don't know that, you know, there's hype around Dabble Loggins. And I'm not saying it's going to be, certainly I'm not saying it's going to be like a disappointing season. But I think for some folks who have set their expectations sky high, I think it's going to be somewhat of a mixed bag or mixed feelings, if you will, where it's like, I mean, he's an upgrade, but I'm not sure he was the upgrade that. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation, the ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation, the ultimate never done that can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act... That sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, 
you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I was hoping he was, if that makes sense. But finally, guys, what does it all mean? How will South Carolina fare? You know what's really, really interesting? When I make my game-by-game predictions for South Carolina, and I'll sit back, and I, I mean, the scores just come to my head, right? And I go through it, make the score predictions, whatever. And I sit back, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, I wonder, did I give the offense enough credit, the defense enough credit, what have you? This morning, I went and averaged the, the scores of what I predicted And I took all of the offensive outputs that I predicted for South Carolina and I averaged it out over the season. That average came out to be 27.2 points per game. Now, again, I go back to this point. What you have to understand is that I'm talking purely offense. I'm talking purely offensive points per game. Because South Carolina last year averaged 32.1 points per game. But if we strictly just did offensive points per game, that number's significantly lower. So, just going off what we know, what we can talk about, what we can dissect. 27.2 points per game is where I had South Carolina in my game-by-game predictions. If you average out all those totals. And ironically enough, I tell you guys, For my prediction for the Gamecocks offense, I'll go with 27.2 points per game. I feel pretty good with that number. I I, I do. Because I think South Carolina, and it's weird, like, because I say, and here's what I'll say is this. That's offensively. The total points per game may be better. But I think with the question marks, with the likelihood that you'll be one-dimensional for a lot of the season with a brand-new O.C., with the inconsistencies of Spencer Rattler, that feels right to me. Looking back over the scores, 27.2 points per game feels right to me. So even if it's not that number, I think South Carolina will be high 20s. I think they could get the upward 20s close to 30 points per game. I don't think they exceed that. I don't think they exceed that. So all in all, I think year one of Dabble Loggins is a success. But I guess it depends on how you define success. If you're expecting what South Carolina did in that Tennessee game last year, you're going to be disappointed. That's just not going to happen on a weekly basis. If you look more at that Clemson game last year and say, okay, we could work with that, I think that's more so what you're going to get this year. Where there's going to be some inconsistencies, you'll have the best and worst of Rattler, you could have O-line issues, but every now and then, you're going to win a game like that. But every now and then, you're going to lose a game like that as well. So all in all, my predictions for the Gamecocks 2023 offense are set. How do you feel South Carolina fair this season?
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.